0: what's up everybody welcome back to the show today it's gonna to be very very interesting okay we don't have one but we have two guests on the show today and I, I just want to say that these two guests are very very inspiring in each in their own way my name is jin what's up ryan here
1: hi shufei here
0: yes and Shufi, you just got back from chatting right?
1: Yep, I did. I got back yesterday night.
0: Oh, <laughs> sure. The last time I went to Charating, Club Med, by the way, was when I was 12 years old. I've never been to Charating. Oh, you poor soul.
1: Aww, I'm so okay, sad. One day.
0: Yeah. Club Med was awesome. When I was 12 years old, I went to Club Med and I, I, they had a lot of activities there. When I left, right, I kept bugging my mom for at least two years that I want to go back there. It was that fun. Really? What do you do at Club Med? I heard you just go there and play, right? Uh, back I've then, there was like the trapeze. Yeah, I've never heard and of it. it's
1: still there. It's still there.
0: Okay, trapeze then, then every been. night, right? Every night, you get like, uh, like, like different, different dance shows and right. whatever. Non, and it's quite fun. Sounds yeah, so fun. And
1: free flow drinks. It, like so
2: when I was a kid, I I, I friends who went to Club man, and I've never been, and they keep telling me the stories. I'm like, oh my God, where is this paradise? <laughs> like I need to go now
0: <laughs> yes maybe one day you okay, will yeah. alright today's show it's gonna be very very interesting because uh, okay, if you don't know Disney's The Lion King is already out in cinemas go check it out right now we checked it out last week it was so
2: I wouldn't say surreal it was so surreal it's so because surreal. it's so real it like it yeah. messes with your mind because it's like it looks, it looks like a documentary. It's like David Attenborough's Planet <laughs> Earth. Yeah. Just that they break out into song after once
0: in yeah. a while. You yeah, know what if I mean? you don't
1: know any better, you'll be like, oh my God, how did they get the animals to do that? Yeah, you exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so later on the show, we're going to be speaking to the director of Disney's The Lion King, John Favreau. Yeah. You may know him as Happy Hogan uh, in The Avengers and also Spider-Man, Spider-Man Far From Home. But we'll be speaking to him a bit later on. But ladies and gentlemen, right now, we have a guest... Um, I would say that I, I've worked with this uh, this guy for quite a while now. And the, the first time he got in touch with me and he told me what he was working on, I was like, wow, you know what? This is gonna be huge. And I thought that, you know, I wanna give my 100% support because I feel that, um, uh, you know, this 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 organization is doing so much for the community. So ladies and gentlemen, we have the editor of Star The Rage, Ian. Welcome to the show. What's up? Yeah. So the, 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 the thing is, the star rage it's I, I, on your t-shirt it says r.h so how do we actually pronounce it right
3: right uh, yeah the, the whole idea came about because they wanted it to sound like our age right? yeah back then we, we were a youth uh, like the pull out in the star mm-hmm. but these days we just call it rage yeah. yeah and then some
0: people were like oh rage like you know ki- uh, kids wanna rage, <laughs> rage. I, but, but, but no I mean like for those listening right now could you please explain uh, I mean like for me it's a long time ago rage used to be a, a column where you know teens come and write yep. articles Yep. Yeah, um, and you know they used to talk about maybe sometimes maybe teen problems or you know what's happening within the teen community. Yeah. But you know, could you kindly explain to us what does Rage do now?
3: Yeah, so th- these days we do much more investigative journalism, mm-hmm. uh, mainly on social justice kind of issues, because we feel that that's that's what young people were really crying out for back then. So even mm-hmm. when I know, yeah. Back then, that was the perception, right? Rage was yep. doing all these teeny bopper stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, we were doing a lot of lifestyle and entertainment. And that's how we first met. Remember? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, uh, I was still doing some like uh, entertainment stories, and you were with uh, hits back then, right? Yes. Uh, so that was kind of the perception that that we had that people had about us, and mm-hmm. uh, but we knew that young people really wanted something more, young Malaysians in particular. Uh, so we decided, you know, let's let's ditch this 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 whole game mm-hmm. let's start doing serious investigative journalism show the country that young people should be taken seriously yep uh just they just need to be given a chance you know to to kind of Consume this kind of content and discuss these kinds of these kinds of issues, and they could make a real a real difference.
0: Yeah, and one of yeah. the first projects that I worked with Ian and uh, the Rage was actually the anti-bullying campaign. Mm-hmm. And um, this is basically uh, for us to promote Kindness Week. And the thing is, you see a lot of videos popping up on Facebook of students beating up students. Yeah. And then you know, like it gets like millions of views. It gets like a few thousand shares. But the thing is, after that, you kind of ask yourself, what are we doing about it, right? And, and And, um, and for me, you know, even before the bullying one, actually, I want to go back to the first time we Based met did yeah. we we did we did this thing about sexual grooming. That's right.. That's could, you, right. could you just please please talk to I mean to our listeners who probably have not watched it? Could you just talk uh, talk to us about how did that come about?
3: Yeah, so we did a project called Predator in my phone, yep. I think in about 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started realizing that there was a, uh, we, we were actually, it's a funny story because we were researching something completely different. We were looking into date rape at the time Yeah, uh, because there was some statistics and there were some, some, we were hearing stories about like a new date rape drug that was pretty dangerous. Yeah. So we went to the police and asked for some statistics and they were like, actually to be honest, it's not so common in Malaysia. Yes, there's a new drug going around, but Is that is
0: it scopo scopolamine or something like that? that I,
3: I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember. But basically they were telling us, you know, it's it's expensive, not a lot of people can afford it. So mm. it's it's not as prevalent as people think. But of course it's like a whoa, oh, it's it's a clickbaity kind of thing, right? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Got scared about it. So they gave us the statistics and so we took it home. This it's a stack of statistics like this thick uh, okay. over a few years. So we just started going through it and we realized that the number one kind of like cause of rape among young Malaysians was WeChat. Oh, Uh, like chat apps, like, uh, like Facebook messenger and all that. So we started uh, investigating into it. Uh, and then after that some of our, uh, our undercover journalists, uh, started, uh, digging in and, uh, Going online and seeing if uh, pretending to be fifteen-year-olds, yeah, to see what what we could find, and you know it was so easy. Within half an hour, we had 20, 30 guys Twi- messaging. Wh- wow, yeah,
2: wh- what? Really? 20, 30 yeah. guys. Yeah. It was, within an hour,
3: it was so easy. So, uh, you know, we decided we need to follow up. Mm. So we we set up meetings with some of them, and we filmed it undercover just yep. to kind of, uh, kind of yeah, kind of like catch them in the yeah. act. Yeah, kinda, yeah. kinda, yeah, yeah, kinda yeah. document Documented yeah. as well. Uh, and what really shocked us was when we presented a lot of this evidence to the police, we, mm. we showed them with the videos and all that, and all these guys very, very clearly trying to get this you know, yeah. supposedly 15-year-old girl yeah. to have sex with them or yeah. to do any, some kind of sexual, sexual activity mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the police said, "Well, there's no law against this right now."
0: Oh my God!
4: That's yeah, cool. remember I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I
0: remember when you told me that. Uh, the whole idea is think about, think about, think about isn't it this crazy. way. If you have a kid, all right, if you have a daughter, yeah, if uh, some guy decides to basically coerce her, not coerce, her, but kind of like you know groom her to think that, hey, you know, I I'm an adult. You could trust me. You can do whatever you want with me. There's no law against is Isn't
2: there's there's no literally underage sex is n- not nothing. No, it no, no. Is there, there is a law. Yeah, oh right, but yeah. the thing is, yeah, yeah. what he's doing is he's using a chat app to basically, you know,
0: coerce the the, the, the victim yeah. to do something uh, sexually with him willingly.
3: Yeah. So yeah. That, that process is actually not illegal yet. So oh, until the guy does something which at which point it's already too late, right? You've already yeah, traumatized yeah. yeah. the girl and the harm is done. Ah, uh, so, okay. until that point, actually, the police said there's nothing in they our can, laws can that allows anything. them yeah, to, okay, to, to charge or to arrest the guy. So, we were really shocked by that. Uh, so we set up a campaign, and that's where we, you know, we enlisted Jin's help for that as well. We got a f- uh, some some celebrities, yeah, uh, a few politicians to come and uh, join us in this cause to try to get this new law passed, mm-hmm. uh, which was very important because actually it's not just about this sexual grooming law. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, there were a lot of other laws as, as well that uh, in Malaysia that were really lacking in terms of child sexual crimes. So, yeah. for example, there is no real spe- there is no specific language on uh, child pornography. Mm-hmm. So in before this, in Malaysian law, uh, having a piece of pornography and child pornography, there's no difference. The penalty what? is the same. Wow. So uh, you could get fined for having, let's say, uh, some, some video in your phone that yes. somebody sent to you. It's the same penalty as essentially, uh, as child. having child pornography, oh my God. as producing or you know consuming child pornography. So uh, there were all these kind of, kinds of laws that needed to be fixed, yeah. not just sexual grooming. So thankfully with the campaign, with everybody's help, a lot of great NGOs mm-hmm. really, really backed it up. Uh, so yeah, we managed to get the law passed. Yeah, yeah. that's that's amazing. I yeah. you know, you know yeah. Yeah. Malaysia,
0: it's safe to say this, Malaysia, I mean the children,
2: it's a much, it's a much safer place for Malaysia because of these guys. Yeah, actually yeah. I remember seeing, I remember him updating on his uh, Instagram, like them going to the court and everything, waiting yeah. for the bill to pass. Mm-hmm. And oh, I thought yeah. that's great because like I, I studied uh, mass comm. I studied journalism to a certain extent, and one of the the g- roles as a journalist is you know to keep the government check and balance. You know, that's yeah. the yeah. term we always use. Yes, there are so many laws, and you know, I understand that sometimes the government doesn't have time to go into every single aspect, and it's so important that we have like people like, like Ian like, and his yeah. team out there. You know, yeah, and the thing is, like
0: I I've worked with your team. They're also Dedicated. They're all so passionate. <laughs> it's like you know, I worked with them on the anti-bullying campaign, and they're just so passionate about you know um, reaching out to every single school, making sure that you know that they they are uh, well informed. Uh, and, and the thing is, I I worked with your team for almost two almost I was coming to coming to three years like, coming to three years. And you know, they would just go all out. They don't care. You know, they'll be yeah, uh, they'll be they'll be the video team is like, okay. Can I get this or right, can I get this? You know, uh, can I ask you this? You know, they'll be going to the to the extent. To try and get the word out there, and and this is something that you want to be part of. Like for those listening, you know, this—I mean—you need to check out their content, and you need to also be a part of it and try to actually support it because they're doing a lot of great things. Um, Apart from the anti-bullying campaign, and the most uh, common—I mean, the most recent one that I've been watching—it's about the drug mule case. Would you like to uh, shed some light about that?
3: Yeah. So, like like most of our stories, we kind of jump into it by accident. So, Mm -hmm. uh, this lawyer was. Uh, messaged us and said you know there's this priest who's coming from Hong Kong mm-hmm. and he has a story that you really should check out uh, so we met this guy his name is Father John Waterspoon uh, so he is a chaplain in, a prison chaplain so that means when uh, prisoners come into prison in, in, in Hong Kong he goes and helps them he counsels them and you know just gives them support uh, so in the last few years, what he's done is he started realizing there's such a large number of drug mules going to prison in Hong Kong.
0: Yeah, and, and just to just to just to explain to our listeners, drug mule is basically someone who's been assigned or been given a right. task to smuggle drugs from one country to another country. Am I am I saying it right?
3: Yes, yes, essentially. So, uh, yeah. So drug mules, you generally, I'm not I'm not a total expert on this, but you can generally. Uh, divide them into two groups. All One right. is those who know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They know they're carrying drugs. And the others who don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at least based on our re- our investigations into this, we could tell you that most of the Malaysian mules don't know. Oh, wow. In some way forced or coerced into doing it. Uh, and of course, there's this whole other debate about the death penalty, whether it's 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 uh, legitimate or not. Because mm-hmm. around the world, people have, it's already been proven that most of the time the syndicate leaders are not the ones being sentenced to death. It's right. The drug mules is the yes. ones that are carrying. Like yep. the
0: innocent. Some the innocent. Okay, some innocent, some maybe. Yeah. Not okay. But in
3: any case, even if they knew they were carrying it, there are so many other factors behind that, right? Yeah. There yeah. could be coercion. There could be. They really need the money. Financial reasons, mm-hmm. or in some cases they, and in most cases they target people who are high school dropouts, people who are maybe don't have the same education that a lot of other people have about these kinds of issues. Yep. So they're much more easier to convince. So right. they've never traveled before. They've never been on a flight. They don't know what's going on. Oh. So they, they target people like that. So is, uh, it, does it re- is it really fair to sentence someone like that to death that, when yeah. you know for a fact...
1: Like they're tempted to do it, right? Yeah, and
3: you know for a fact that, that the syndicate stop. leaders mm. are the ones that are never being caught. It's yeah. always yeah. the mules.
0: Yeah. Oh wow! And and it's okay. So like, um, I have watched the videos. Um, there are I think how many how many uh cases of Malaysians in Hong Kong right now that are being arrested and detained until further notice?
3: We found in the past year alone, we found twenty-five. Oh like, what? Twenty-five. <laughs> So, and, and a lot of, a lot of the people in, uh, who so are, who the, are 20, no say that
0: the 25 that you found are the ones who are caught and yes, they exactly. are still a lot more doing it that we don't know of uh, exactly, that are accounted exactly for. I was gonna say,
3: yeah. And in fact, a lot of people are telling us that the way they operate is they will sacrifice one or two every time. Oh, so that the majority will go through because it's, it's a long process when somebody gets caught with drugs in an airport uh there's this whole legal process and and everything so it takes a lot f- out of the law enforcement you know they they've, they've got to go and, and deal with that mm. so the rest can just challenge masola. <just gasps> so that's how they kind of do it yeah I
1: understand
3: yeah oh wow and usually the ones that are caught are the ones with the smallest amounts Th- those are the mm. ones that yeah. kind of
1: yeah so they don't yeah. suspect
0: yeah. yeah so you know what uh, if, you're, if you're listening make sure you go check it out it's on uh, the, uh, the Star Rage uh, official Facebook page go check it out there are a lot of things there but you know I want to I want to bring back to the time where we actually uh, talked about anti-bullying uh, the bullying campaign that we were actually uh, working really really hard on like okay so it, this is this is very funny this is a really funny story I remember you, you coming to me or uh, one of your journalists coming to me and said hey uh, we're gonna doing this anti-bullying campaign um, have you been bullied before and I'm like <laughs> Yeah, you know, and then it, it comes to a surprise to everyone, you know, like, wow, Jin got bullied. I mean, how can a big size fella like that, almost six feet tall, you know, big size, fat.
1: Yeah, I always thought you were a guy who got bullied before. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? You look you thought- like someone who got
4: bullied
0: <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> oh, you're okay. So uh, do I look like someone who's actually got bullied before? Yeah. Why? What, what makes you say that?
1: I don't know, because now you like to bully people. Man. What? So like,
0: <laughs> yeah, but like I don't do it like, you know. Yeah, like, I mean like, uh, you're it's, not it's,
1: really bullying, like, you're like making fun of people. Yeah, it's just, it just for
0: fun because we know, we we're close, right? Yeah. So they came to me and said that, have you ever been bullied in school before? I'm like, uh, we're doing this bullying campaign. Have you ever been bullied before? It's like point blank. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, you know, can I say no, right? I'll be like, uh, yeah, I have. And, and it's like, okay, cool. um. So we're doing this anti-bullying campaign. I want you to be a part of it because, you know, and then they showed me some videos. They showed me some statistics um, of how many students... Ex- okay, one of the cases that we had to hear about is one boy who basically got bullied and he passed away. Um, I can't remember his name. I can't remember uh, into detail, but, you know... It, yeah, it, it went to that extent. And, you know, when they told me about all these things happening, was like, you know what? Um, I think I should be a part of this. And one of the first projects that I had to do was actually go to my old school <laughs> and sit down on a chair and they had to they basically made me relive my moment of being bullied in school. And I still remember after that uh, I did the interview, I actually called all your journalists and I said that hey, you know what? I feel very, very weird right now. I felt that i f I've never felt so vulnerable in my entire life, you know. It's like more of like, okay, what's gonna happen, you know? I, I was so afraid that the people that I was kind although I didn't drop names, I I am and I'm like a 30, I mean I'm 30 plus years old, I was Scared. I was so afraid that these guys were, and I, at that point I thought, I was like, I'll, I'll, I remember telling one of your reporters like, I'm actually quite afraid that, you know, I might offend some people and stuff like that. And then and the, and the best thing was, you know, they talked to me, it's like, look Jin, you're doing this for the children, for the people, for the, for the other students who are afraid to speak out. What you're doing right now is amazing. And I, you know, I really applaud your team for that. And not only are they just, not only are they just doing their job, they just you know they they made me f- they made me f- uh like they made me feel like I was doing something for the greater good, and um I mean like the kindness Campaign, we just had the kindness concert yeah. uh, this is this is like the how many this is the second year second sec- year second yeah, year right second year so obviously there's gonna be in the next year so how, I mean Hopefully. like based on based on what you've been working on you know the anti bullying campaign kindness week how has that helped uh you know bullying in general do do, do reports come back to you
3: yeah we're still in we're still uh, receiving reports for what happened in the past year yep. uh, unfortunately this is a difficult process yep. uh, teachers uh, schools they have a lot to do already so for us to want to ask them for these reports it takes time but I think at the very least we know that from the workshop so we what, w- this year what we did was uh, on top of what we at the first year we're pushing for a, a national kindness week in yep. schools everywhere mm-hmm. right so once a year schools have to spotlight uh, kindness empathy and these positive values in school rather than just academics, academics, academics. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so first year we managed to do that. The education ministry was like, wow, it's worked out well. So let's make this like an annual thing. Mm-hmm. So second year, what we did was we, we did a series of workshops in every single state. Okay. Wow. So uh, we, we, we thought if we we're going to do it, we we're going to do it all the way. Yeah. We, no one's going to be left behind. So we went to every single state and federal territory in the country To do what we call kindness workshops, so that's where we empower students and teachers to go back to their own communities and then to kind of spread this message. Uh, So at least we know the feedback from that has been amazing. Yes, Uh, a lot of teachers say, you know, we've been crying out for information like this. It's not that we don't want our schools to be kinder. It's not that we don't want, you know, to have a better relationship with the students. It's just we we've never been taught how. Mm -hmm. You know, the guidelines are still about corporal punishment. It's still very much a discipline based system. It's all about. Uh, punishing them whenever you do something wrong, but there's never any kind of like uh, bridge building or, you know, em- kind of empathizing with the student or, and trying to understand the kind of uh, difficulties they go through at home. So when when we did this, we got like psychologists and, and you know, we got lots of different experts on board to create this kindness uh, uh, workshop uh, syllabus and teachers were just blown away they just said we love this this is can we do this every year can we do it for for an entire week can mm-hmm. we have every school every teacher you know be be given this training so that's that's kind of like the best thing that's happened this year yeah and
0: it's, beca- it's like it's becoming a trend you know it's like every school uh, is trying to fight against each other <laughs> <laughs> friendly competition because like um you know it's like uh, everybody gets uh something like more of like a sort of like, I would say recognition, like an award if, you know, uh, uh, if their school kind of achieved something. Like my the school that I visited, the headmistress actually got the kindest uh, headmistress in the whole of Malaysia, which wow. was amazing. Yeah. And it is so emotional, you Not know, that kindness week really at time, you know, you had teachers going up talking about their experiences, you have students going up talking about their experiences, who they think is the kindness, and it got so emotional. And for me, it's like, wow, I've never seen such a feel-good event in a long time, I mean, most most of the time, right, it's us going for concerts. Yeah, yeah go yeah, crazy, yeah. And everything. This is like, uh, you know, you have you have the concerts, okay, you have the music, you know. And then you have the students going up, and the thing is, it was so cute because some of the students, right, were afraid of public speaking. Yeah. But then when he choked up on stage, right, everybody was like so Abroadic. supportive. Oh wow! And then I'm like, wow, you know what? I never had that in my days in school. Yeah, You yeah.
4: make me
2: wish like I had kind of Week when I was yeah.
0: still. Exactly.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know why? I got a story to share. Why? Wow. Cause you guys always like ask, right, have you been bullied before? Have you been bullied
4: before?
1: Yeah. But for me, it's like I have been a bully before. Huh? Yeah.
4: Oh, okay. Never play, play, man, but chili party, you know. No, la,
1: but um the like for me, I'm not the kind who I'm I, I'm not the how to say, not Be- the active I'm not the one who
0: beats people, beats people up.
1: Beats people up or like, you know, I don't verbally abuse people, but it's like, okay, for me, right, when I was in this happened in primary school. So, after primary school, all these things just, like, you know, of course, we, we all grow up, right? But in primary school, I think because we were, like, we grew up watching, like, shows and stuff, like, there's always a good guy and a bad guy. Yeah. So, like, in primary school, when, like, everyone hates this one person, like, okay, I wouldn't say hate, like, dislike one person, right? Yep. It's like, that person's school school life is going to be quite miserable, Yeah. yeah. And yeah. although, not everyone is, like, directly bullying her, it's like when someone's bullying her, we wouldn't do something about it. Because Yeah, it's more yeah, of I like
0: mean, it's more of like, okay, so yeah, let's say prefer- for example, yeah. you know that let like you, you know that the most popular kid doesn't like that person. And all of a sudden everybody kind of resonates like, oh yeah, he doesn't like that person. And, and all of a sudden, yeah. you know, she be, this person becomes singled out. Because yes. the most popular person doesn't like it, and and nobody does anything about it.
1: Yes, and, and even th- if you see someone doing something about uh, doing something to that person towards that person, you wouldn't do you anything. You wouldn't take
4: about action it. on that. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: what happened in primary school. And although it's not like a big thing, like no one like punched anyone, you know. But it, I, now that I think back about it, right, it's kind of sad la Cause you know that person might not have friends. Yeah. Or like he might yeah. not be doing well in school. You know, no one really bothers. That's the thing.
3: Yeah, and, and actually that's really indicative of a lot of the kind of bullying that young people now get it's no, mm-hmm. no longer the the physical yeah. kind of beating up that that a lot of older generations remember so a lot of times they'll say i kids nowadays are so are so weak la. they yeah. can't stand anything but yeah mental uh, mental and emotional bullying yes is way worse yeah, yeah. is way worse Cyberbullying is way worse on your on your children because it follows them 24 7 they yeah. can't shut it off uh, if someone shares a really mean, like a meme about you uh, in like a school WhatsApp or Facebook group, yep. that's going to stick with you for a very, very long time. You can't shut it out. Uh, so I think a lot of people need to realize that like, what you said is, like, is very, very true. Uh, yeah. th- that person probably was much more affected by it than any physical beating could happen. That could do to yeah. that person.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 and uh, speaking of cyberbullying, I think this year's campaign was focusing more on, you know, say something positive that's because like these good. days, right, you know, as, as usual, a lot of kids... I don't know why. I don't know why it's become this way. Seek validation online. You know, when they have, some, when they post something, when, even though they, it's a private profile, right? Uh, I mean, like when their Instagram is private and their Facebook is private, right? They have like a pool of friends and then when they post something and then, you know, when somebody comes back and says something nasty, it kind of sticks with them and it kind of, all of a sudden they'll think that, oh my God, I'm that. I am whatever this person says. And and okay, what do you think? I mean, like social media is a great place. I mean, look, I mean, we all have, like for me, it's my career. Kinda exploded because of social media, but that's if you use it the right way. I mean, what do you think about what you see online these days? What could we, what could we have more of online?
3: Yeah, I th- kindness. That that's the, the simple answer. So we we've really been motivated by that. There's this quote from Martin Luther King Jr., the American civil rights uh, activist. That uh, it's it's almost like a cliche after a while, but it's still so true that uh, you can't drive out hate with more hate. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know you can't. Well, sorry, the full thing I can't remember the full thing. It's like you can't drive out darkness with darkness. Your only light can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So we we've been motivated by that. Uh, there's been a lot of hateful rhetoric online these days. There's yeah. A lot of negativity. You open any Facebook post, uh, you're bound to find like a troll comment. You're bound to bound to find something really really mean. So the only way to to push that out is true kindness and love. Mm-hmm. Right? It's true saying something positive. Uh, and it's not something really typically like a rage project, right? You know, yep. we do a lot of investigations, a lot of undercover work on issues like, you know, like you mentioned, drug trafficking and uh, human trafficking and stuff like that. Um, but these are just our issues we feel that uh, arise because people didn't have that education about mm-hmm. kindness. You know, it's yeah. never been part of their, uh, their upbringing. So... In the long run if we want to solve these issues we need to start now mm-hmm. to start teaching these kids put yourselves in someone else's shoes before you do something to them before you harm mm-hmm. them before you say something or do something to them think how how would it affect you first you know be be kind first uh, so on social media that's exactly the 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 kind of thing we want to push uh before you post anything before you comment think twice you know, try to spread something positive uh, because it's a good thing. Social media can be a good thing, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I said. Mm-hmm. so let's use it for something positive. I, and,
0: and I would like to ask your opinion, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you heard about the whole case of this girl uh, and her mom uploading a video of that teacher uh, who was up, up, allegedly caned the girl.
4: Right. And, and then the right. thing is,
0: she resorted to just like uploading a video instead of like, you know, set, settling it amicably amongst themselves. Yeah, I
1: think that's right. kind of bullying also. You're just posting... Pe- like you know, the yeah. And, like and, and
0: before before you hear both sides of the story, the first yeah. victim was the teacher. Everybody was just hating on the teacher. Yeah. Until like until certain people come out and say, hey, they, they started defending the teacher, and after that, it started it started going like you know the uh, other way.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one one problem with social media as well, right? That you have to take a side. Yeah. There's there's this tribalism that social yeah. media has created, right? You you're part of this group. Okay, so you gotta stand that with your ground. Person, yeah. that, that's it. There's no two ways about it. There's no. Like measured discussion, like I understand both sides. You know, it, it, social media kind of forces you to take a side. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel like in both sides there are the there were mistakes. Yes. So for yeah. example, with the teacher caning seemed to be a bit out of hand. Yeah. It seemed to be a bit uh uh severe. Plus, you know, I I'm I'm of the view there's so many studies that say that caning doesn't really help. Yeah. The development of the mm-hmm. child at all. Mm-hmm. So there is a case against that, but that's another that's the story for another day. <laughs> so. Clearly, something went wrong on the teacher side as well. And on the parent's side, the way they reacted to it was not great either. And to begin with, the, the student herself as mm-hmm. well, uh, of course, said something that was unkind to the teacher. Yeah. So everyone kind of has to take a bit of responsibility and kind of has to learn from it. But unfortunately, in the, the, in the era of social media, this is my personal belief anyway, uh, You know, everyone just had to pick, I'm, I'm with the, the mother, or an, or an yeah. mother or I'm with the teacher and that's it. Yeah. yeah.
1: So okay, I want to start a discussion, actually.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so, uh, since we're talking about bullying, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, I think this is very common among, like, circle of friends. You know, like, I don't know if you guys can relate, but every group of friends, there's always that one person that everyone always picks on. Oh.
4: Yeah. And sometimes,
1: you know, we think it's like, oh, it's just for fun, you know, you can take it, it's just for fun, la. we're all friends. Ma. But, you know, sometimes maybe that person thinks it's too much and we don't know about it. Does that count as bullying?
0: Um... I would think, I think if the yeah. person comes out and says, hey, can you stop it? I think that you yeah, should already, there should be already you, right. there, there. should already be some cues already. You know, if you see his facial expressions, even though it's, if he's the type of person or she's the type of person that would not basically respond and say, hey, can you not do that? I don't feel nice. Based, based on their body language and how they respond to you, you should already take that as a cue. Just because they don't respond and don't verbally doesn't mean you can pick on that person a lot more. That's what I've realised lah. Because like for me is there are certain times when someone calls me something, I'll be mean, like okay. Sometimes I'm very okay. Look to be honest. Uh, today I'm a very thick-skinned person. Okay, but not until when I remember when when uh uh your team actually called me up and said hey can you talk about how you were bullied? I was like I realised <laughs> like, okay you know I was a bit scared lah. <laughs> la. But today I would say I'm a very thick-skinned person. But if someone tells me something and say something to me that I don't like, I'll be like hey you know what that's not very nice lah. Can you not say that to me again? And you know I'll make it very apparent. And the thing is, not everyone is like me. Not everyone will be yeah, exactly. as vocal as me. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I feel like this uh, is very common among circle of friends who are guys. Because, you know, guys humor <laughs> yeah. is Tough a love. bit different. Yeah, yeah. yeah guys, bros. Yeah, so yeah. for them, bros, it's like, it's not just being kind, you know. Yeah, it's he's like, like, he's like, hey, so make hey joke, this fella can
3: drink one, right? Come, let's force him to drink until yeah, exactly. he gets drunk. exactly.
1: <laughs> that kind of thing.
3: Yeah. yeah. I I think that's a, 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 a broader problem with our culture, right, as Malaysians yeah. mm-hmm. as well, where uh people are too who are, who are too kind uh, suddenly you're like wow what what is this person up to you know yeah. 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 yeah 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 we we've reached that point so that's why this campaign so oh, it's just about telling people it's okay to be nice yeah, yeah. it's okay yeah. to be nice you don't have I mean i came from a background like i i came i i came i grew up in a in a place called Jinjiang where oh okay yeah, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. rough town and yeah. uh then after that i moved to Slambaru which is which was also kind of rough <laughs> but uh so and I distinctly remember, especially in schools, among the guys, you're not supposed to be nice, you know? Right. you yeah. got to be tough. you got to be tough guy. Gotta, yep. And we keep perpetuating this culture, right? Because yeah. a lot of parents, when they grow up and they have their children, they're like, no, I got I to gotta make you tough too. Mm-hmm. Not, you're not going to survive. Yep. But what you're doing is you're just pumping out more kids that are the same yeah. and forcing each other to be, you know, to, toughest. to be tough as each yeah. other. When if we all just said, let's put an end to this. I didn't enjoy my schooling years that much. Mm -hmm. I had some great friends who helped me through but in general, the culture was really bad. We were always worried about getting beaten up. We were always worried about being, yeah, of of being seen as being the you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then they're going to pick on you. So, uh, if we all just took a stand and said, you know what, let's all be be kind, let's all be nice to one another, let's create a new culture. Yeah. Then this kind of like negativity won't have a chance. Yeah. to grow. It's not necessary for me to teach my kids to be tough and to be angry and to be mean in order to survive. I can just tell them be nice and you'll be fine. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe can okay, Like yeah. maybe this this is in no way related, but maybe some in
0: some way relates. Maybe that's why right when we go to foreign countries right, and then when someone just comes in the live and say that hey, how's your day? We are like. <laughs> We just keep quiet, yeah. and we and we don't know how to respond. Yeah, because like in, in Western countries, like particularly like in the states or Australia, they're generally nice. Yeah,
1: they just spark up conversations. They just spark
0: up conversations, and you be like, "What do you want?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, automatically, you know, whether it's like a whether it's a, a an Asian or white person when they start talking to you, you automatically think that, "Hey, what do you want from me? Are you, are you trying to rob me and stuff like that?" So I'm not sure whether it kind. Of, I mean, for me, is in, in in my opinion, I kind of think it kind of relates in a way because yeah, like you mentioned in school. You it, as long as you're the nice one and you're the kind one, right? You'll always get picked on. You yeah. know, and then and then in my experience in high school, you know, everybody tries to be the big core right? Yeah. yeah. And when they become the big taekw, you know, they, they it, one thing leads to another. You know, you want to be a taiko Okay, you join a gang. Okay. You want to be the big brother, all right. You then you form your clique. And then mm. your clique will suddenly yeah. become like some gangster club or something like that. And then after you'll start going around and recruiting more people and say, hey you you don't you don't want to go into trouble, right? Okay, you join us. And for me is I'm not sure if that culture is still ongoing in schools I hope not. Uh I mean as far as I know in my school uh, Stella Maris I don't think that culture is going on anymore i know yeah. everybody there is it, it, the culture is gone but I'm pretty sure in some there are still some of these things still going on.
3: The problem is now it's gone online. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Cuz it's easier to hide yourself
4: online. Why you, well, know, you like, know last time
1: I secondary school uh, cuz now it's not like that anymore but Way back when, like, I think my seniors, you know, like Dennis.
4: Yeah, yeah, Dennis yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh my god, you know my school, they have like this freaking like rit- not ritual, like, it's like a yeah, it's like a yearly thing where like the form fours and form fives, right, they will just pick a date. I think it's a fixed date every year. And uh-huh. they will go out to the padan and fight each other, you know. What? Legitimate <laughs> like So every day, right? Every every day of that every year, right? That yeah. day, right? There will be a police car waiting outside.
4: Oh wow. Because they know wow. that
1: it's gonna happen. Yeah, but it didn't really happen when uh, it came to my, my badge. Your yeah. badge, okay, okay. So it died down already. But w- like, yeah, way back then, my school was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, legit people being parang and you know, all that stuff, you know. What? Yeah, yeah it's like they want to show like which form is more superior. That's what they did. Eh. So what happens, happens if, what
0: happens if, you know, form five is more superior?
3: What did they gain from that?
1: I don't know. They <laughs> just want to fight. Ah. I don't know why. Yeah. But yeah, it was the culture so, at the time.
3: Unfortunately, I, I feel that And then given our experience Mm. doing this project uh, and seeing the comments on social media, there will be people out there who feel like, you know, that's what builds your character. There are still people who think that way. And and sadly, some of them are parents.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, So we all grew up differently and we try our best to understand where they're coming from. Uh, So we we try to tell them that there is a better way Mm -hmm. uh, where your kids can grow up in a happy environment doesn't mean they're any less than the tough kids out there. Uh, it's just that they have a different type of toughness. You know, they have an yeah. emotional strength. Uh, yeah. And you want to build character, like send them to the scouts or something like, you know, don't fight each other. Yeah. You know, there Par are hand. lots of ways to do that. So. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So now, that now, like, you know, the whole Kindness, Ca- Kindness Week campaign has been going on for two years now and it's basically, uh, you know, uh, taking, taking place in like a uh, high school or primary school. Now we all know that bullying doesn't just happen in high school yeah. and in primary school. It happens in workplaces as well. It happens in the open. It happens to adults, not just young kids. I mean, is there any plans for you to just broaden up that 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 circle a little bit instead of just containing to to kids?
3: Yeah, so that's what we did this year mm-hmm. uh, by getting uh, the. Uh, politicians involved, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so it was a risky, a bit of a risky move for us because you know how politics can be so divisive. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like there is sometimes <laughs> zero kindness in politics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we did manage to get politicians from both sides, you know, right. Government and opposition, and uh, they said they support the campaign. They were very inspired by what the, the the students have done. So this is very much a student-led campaign, right? Uh, so we are doing that because we feel that they kind of, you know, represent yeah. broader society, and hopefully that kind of trickles down. Uh, on top of that we also did the kindness challenge this year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, like a WhatsApp chat bot if you sign up uh, it'll, it'll send you a challenge every day yep. that you have to Ooh. do it to be kind so this is for like, members of the public most of our program which we've developed is more for students and teachers but this is something that members of the public can get involved in and response was great uh, we had to think about Almost 8,000 people signed up for it. Wow. And, yeah, the coolest thing is over 3,000 people completed all five challenges. Oh, oh, wow. That's a pretty high completion rate. Done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: So, so what, what are, I mean, okay, I'll be, I'll be honest, I didn't sign up for it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, but you hey, I'm bad, kindest <laughs> ambassador.
0: <laughs> yeah. But what were, some of the challenges, what were some of the challenges that were in that uh, chatbot?
3: Yeah, so, uh, spoiler alert, day one was uh, be kind to yourself. Oh, so we, we, we spoke to some psychologists about it and to, we wanted to develop like a journey for them right so day one they said how about we ask them to be kind to themselves first uh, learn to kind of like uh you know, because a lot of times people are mean because they are they feel bad about themselves. Yeah, You yeah. lash out at other people because maybe
2: someone lashed out at you. Or something. Exactly. Yeah.
3: There's some unresolved issues, or you're just angry at yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. So the first step was uh, look at yourself in the mirror in the morning, mm-hmm. say something nice to yourself. Oh wow. Okay. And then post it. Uh, post something. Uh, post it online. Share it online or something like that. Yeah.
0: Normally, not normally those cool guys are right, be like when they see that you hear like, yeah, this is so uncool. This is so weird. <laughs>
3: right. But
2: I think when a lot of people start doing it, then you normalize it.
3: Exactly yeah. that's what we're talking yeah.
2: about. Yeah. That's 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 amazing. I Actually, mean one thing I realized like I feel like a lot of Malaysians could learn uh, is the simple way to be nice is just like using pleasantries. You no know? just like please and thank yous really go ch- a ch- long long way. Yeah. Like I realized cuz when I study overseas every time you know you have this like, you, you, when you walk out a the door and someone behind you just hold the door open for them, uh, it's no big deal, but then you know, people just say, Thank you, thanks. It's, oh and my it's God, not as if like, they yeah. look at you and say, oh, Thank you. But it's, it's just like a, in the passing, you know, hey, thanks, thanks, and all.
4: Yeah, I, I have but to when you do beach. that here, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I
2: just hold the door open for someone, and then when you just don't hear it, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> it just feels weird to mm. me, like.
3: Yeah, and then you feel like you don't have to do it back. I yeah, mean. exactly. You, you kind of get angry, like, oh. Uh, I know it's such a small thing. Yeah. Like, what
0: for? Huh? Uh, what for? I do. What yeah. for? They also won't do it for me. Yeah.
3: It's, I think it's that mentality like What for I do? Yeah. 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 So we gotta start it first. So good, good for you. It's like you
1: know, yeah. th-
2: please and thank yous really go a long, long way.
1: Oh my god! Do you do this? Like you know, when I enter a store, right? It's just me, yeah When I enter a store and I don't buy anything, right, and I leave, right. Even if I buy something, but this is more. It's more, I, I feel more pie if I don't buy anything. If <laughs> before I leave, I will say thank you. Oh, yeah. So I feel very really pie if I don't I,
0: say. I, I, I do that too. Yeah. Yeah, it's more of like because, you know, a common courtesy la, this fella is actually yeah, there yeah. serving yeah. Yeah, yeah. What you. What do you want to buy, sir? Can I help you? You want this one? Oh, this size, ah, I'll go look for you. Yeah. They come back. Ah, cannot fit. Okay, I'll go look for another size. They come back. Ah, don't want
2: buy. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's just, just uh, I bet a simple thank you would just change the guy from thinking like, wow, this guy is uh, so fussy and to like, oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> At least he appreciated my help, you know?
4: Yeah. Yeah,
3: so that's what the kindest challenge. We, we tried to get members of the public to do sort of like and it's a progression so day one you be kind to of yourself day two be kind to of your family yes. day three to your friends or your, your colleagues mm-hmm. uh, and yeah to a progression and finally the final one was for everyone to do five random acts of kindness so the last one is kind of like you're taking ownership of it now I'm coming up with my own acts of kindness I'm not relying on a chat bot to tell me Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that's that, that was so if you finish all five you get VIP passes to the concert ah. so those are the people you saw there
0: oh Oh
3: yeah, wow! the people okay. that you danced with yeah those were <laughs> 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 yeah I,
1: I,
0: I,
3: I can not oh
1: my god Jay. I remember at uni right I was walking to class I think I was late sorry but I was late and I was walking very fast yep. I was trying to get to my class and there was this random person he just came up to me and he gave me a note and then I, he just gave me he's like just take it I'm like oh so I took it so I opened it he was like yeah you look great today then he's like pass it on to someone else
4: oh, oh nice. okay
1: so cute. Yeah. Then I, I, let me translate like, let me oh. translate
0: it for you Hey, are you single? <laughs>
1: <laughs> pass the message on to someone else. So basically What I did was I just pass it on to another person, lah. Uh, yeah, which nice yeah. When I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. I, that's
3: one of the
0: kindest projects as well that the yeah. kids yeah. came yeah, up yeah, with. Yeah. too. yeah, That's it. So that's that's. Um, I mean, it's it's it all starts somewhere, and I'm glad that you know you made it something cool that kids now want to be a part of. Because okay. the way, but the way I see, the kids want to be a part of it. I was like, yeah, I want to be a part of it, and it's very really competitive. Okay. The schools are actually competing to be the kindest, most kindest school <laughs> in the whole of Malaysia. I'm like, what was what this? You know what I mean? But um I, I I really have to commend your whole entire team for that because Thank
4: you. Thank you.
0: It's it's amazing to see uh like like you you like you mentioned, um, you know, rage is not really much like not really funded and everybody is not doing it out of yes there is a bit of funding and sometimes you know I think that's a bit of a struggle for you guys okay. um, I, I remember having a conversation that you know all the awards that you win and some of the grants that you win goes back to research goes back into investing into the company and to be honest it, it's safe to say that everybody is doing this out of their own free will because they believe in something mm-hmm. yeah. not just anti-bullying not just not just uh, you know uh, unfair treatment for migrant workers not just uh, you know sexual grooming but everything in general and you have such an amazing Team Ian, and, and I mean, like, I mean, I'll i say it right here. Like, at, at any time you have any campaign that uh, you know you need people to be part of, number one, I'll be the first person to volunteer. I volunteer, <laughs> and I, I'm just gonna say that my team are gonna volunteer as well, they have no choice. I All right, why? That's not part of volunteering. I have no choice. Be, I'll, I'll ask, you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> help yes, next time yes, I will volunteer. Of of course. Course.
2: Thank you. My choice, not Jesus' yeah. choice.
4: <laughs> 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 but I, but
0: like just to just to wrap it up here before we 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 end it, we end this segment I mean like you know to to people who are going through uh you know bullying in school yep. or even bullying in general whether it's in a school uh, environment or a, a workplace environment I mean what's that one piece of advice that you'd you'd give to them
3: You are not alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always remember that. Uh there are a lot of people who are going through the same thing and it doesn't make you any less uh, it doesn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't mean you're you're not worth it. You know. Uh, so, uh, hold your head up. Uh, there are plenty of other people who will be there for you. Uh, so just reach out and try to get help. Like I'm sure Jin will help. Yeah, you've, you've made you've made actually a very nice uh, uh, open uh, uh, what do you call it, announcement once to say if anybody needs help. You know, you guys know where to find Genie Boy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, like, yeah, people do the. <laughs> the I mean, then, uh,
0: during, always, always during the campaign, you know, I get people uh, like re- messaging me uh, privately. I mean, I don't, I don't really publicly talk about it because everybody's have their own privacy. I mean, I'll say yeah. it. I mean, g- generally, yes, people do get in touch. They uh, also in response to the video that you guys did with me to to basically come out and say, yes, I was bullied, but this is how I handle it. And for me, it's more of like, uh, you know, it, it doesn't take much, you know, to be honest. It doesn't take much to to make them feel appreciate it. It's more like it just responded to them. Hi, you know what? Don't worry. Um, you know, uh, I don't, don't say the words like you'll get through it. Like it's more of like, I, I I've been there. All right. I, I understand how you feel, but remember never, I always tell this to everyone, never, ever be afraid. Number one, to talk to your teachers. All right, yeah. your teachers are your parents away from school. They are the ones that are supposed to be taking care of you. Number two, never be afraid to talk to a friend. You know? And if you're too afraid to tell a teacher just because the teacher has some sort of hierarchy or some sort of status, right? you be like, Oh, you know, going to a teacher, it's a very big step to me. Talk to your friends. And the friends that you are talking to, like okay, if you have a friend comes to you and tells you that hey, I'm being bullied, you need to help the person. You need to tell the teachers. You need to tell the higher authority. Because you know why? Most, most of the time kids who get bullied, they would think that when they do something, the bully will come back for them. Yep. And yeah. in, in this case, to be honest, I can tell you they won't because why? They also damn scared, why? <laughs> yeah la, When you call their parents, not scared. are they are scared also. It's just that you know who is going to make that first step into telling someone with more authoritative power to come and do something. And and you know, it's great uh, in this in this uh, in this in this sense that you know rage is actually taking uh, this thing publicly and making it such a big thing to basically encourage people to basically stand up against bullying, but with kindness. Yeah. yeah so any you want to say anything you know how, how, I mean, I'm not sure whether you've gone through that you know do you yeah, want to say I mean, anything?
2: I just want to say like it co- it literally costs nothing to be kind you know it's not as if you have to pay you know pay money out to be kind it's, it's, and it makes someone's day so much better. just a small thing like saying, please and thank you or just appreciating someone you know it, it really helps and you can really change a person's day like through face note you know how yeah, you felt good when you received that note. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's so random. And you may look like shit, but even someone tells you like, <laughs> "Oh, you look great!" Like, "Oh, thanks," you know. Yeah, a little, yeah. a little,
0: a little, possible, a little, a little,
2: a little goes a long way.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, Jin,
1: I know, I know you're trying to end this, rap But I'm, I, have to disagree what you said just now. Eh. Like what? Okay, so you say like, like people are really scared to confront their teachers and stuff because they know that the bullshit will come back, right? Yeah. Some, but sometimes, right it's really the case eh, because sometimes the bullies will come back for them right but out of campus grounds or like out of school grounds and okay. sometimes the teachers can't do anything about it and they're scared of that.
3: Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah the sure. thing is when I, I think that's that's why society as a whole ha- has to play a part as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. So sometimes, yes, uh, teachers actually have spoken to us about this that uh, it's beyond their jurisdiction sometimes. Some things, yeah. Yeah. especially if it happens online, how far should the teacher step in? Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that that is that is a very important point. Uh, we should try our best to inform an authority, whether it's your your teachers, whether it, or or your parents. Yeah. Uh, but if the rest of society doesn't step up and take notice of these things, for example, yeah. uh, the boy that who, the boy who died, mm-hmm. who sparked uh his death, who sparked this, it was in a public space. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and his life was was lost so needlessly. So if yeah. we if there was that that culture of kindness of, of taking care of each mm-hmm. other, instead of yeah. this there's this Malaysian thing where you try not to. You know, be so bad. La, right? yeah, right? yeah, don't be po. Po. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, if we all cared a bit more, uh, then, you know, even cases like that, they're outside of school we would be able to do, make a difference yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I'm, I'm, i mean yes i mean yes because outside of campus grounds you know they, they will come back and that's the case but it's, a, it's they have to start somewhere and as a teacher as someone who basically is the carekeeper or the gatekeeper or the carekeeper of the whole entire school or the headmistress they need to reach out to their parents mm-hmm. i mean i'm not just saying that it only ends there i'm pretty sure the teachers will be responsible to try and try and uh, you know basically calm the situation down get the parents involved get the bully's parents involved and un- make them understand what's going wrong and also teach the, the the bully what they're doing wrong it's not just just as simple as just like telling them and then you know they'll be protected you know it, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure there are a lot of yeah. things that goes into trying to solve the problem not just by just telling the teachers yeah. so yeah
1: actually we're happy la, to hear that th- there's this kind of movement going yeah. on because like like what I said about last time my class in primary school right I wouldn't want that to happen again yeah, because when oh. I grow up I realise like that's so stupid. You know? <laughs> right. It's really so stupid. Yeah.
0: So yeah. next year you're gonna be a part of it, kind of okay? Mm-hmm. All right, you've already signed up for it. All right, it's done. <laughs> 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 Ian, you know, thank you so much. Uh again, you know, great work. Uh you know, your team is doing an amazing job. You guys are a huge inspiration. Every time I see you guys going to these guys are going uh, over to the- all over the world. To receive awards, okay, all right. There's, I, I, know, I know. There's one award. I remember what is a P body. Is it Peabody Award?
3: Oh, we only got nominated. Oh, nominated. So. We didn't win in the end. <laughs> but
0: no, no, you got a lot of <laughs> You'll awards. You're winner to me, I give you, I give yeah. you. Yeah. I give. Um, Ian, for those listening right now, if they want to check out all of, all of uh, Rages' work, where can they go to?
3: Uh, check us out on Facebook and YouTube. Just search R. A. G. E. Yes,
0: R. A. G. E. And we'll leave uh, links in the description box. Thank you very much, Ian. For gracing us with your presence, thank you, and uh, hope to speak to you next time. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we're going to be talking to the director of *The Lion King*. Wow. Are you excited? I'm a bit excited. I'm so excited. I'm a bit nervous I love as well. John Favreau. You do? Yeah. Not in a. Uh, okay no, yes like, I, I have a lot of respect okay for that as a guy. filmmaker I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you kind of respect all of the yeah. work that he's done yeah of
2: course come on we're talking about the guy who basically changed it up for the Marvel Cinematic not, Universe not just changed it up for the Marvel Cinematic Universe he uh, started changed it. it up for Hollywood for the movie yes. industry he, he's everything
0: okay you've seen him on the silver screen you know you've seen him everywhere I, to be honest the first time I saw him was on Friends yeah but right now you know he's right here with us he, he's the director of Disney's The Lion King ladies and gentlemen we have John Favreau hello Hello.
5: Hello.
0: Thank you so much for uh, you know taking time off to speak to us. Congratulations on the film, by the way.
5: Thank you. It's a big audience you have there too. I didn't realize. I know. I hear we all that have, applause.
0: Yeah, we we have uh we have about like three thousand people behind the camera, but uh we can't switch yes, the camera. Yes. Yeah, You know, we can't we can't show you the audience because you know yeah we yeah we okay. are pressed for time. I understand. So you know we watched the film, and um for me is when I saw the film I was blown away because of the whole reenact, reenactment of the frame by frame, and it was like wow how did you how did you do that I mean like you know how much time was spent, okay, we've we've done this and then we have to go back to the frame and then refer, you know, how much time was spent bringing everything to life?
5: Well, I think if you, when you look at it again, you'll you'll notice that, well, hopefully it feels like the same movie as the old movie. And there are certain areas where it was where we tried to stay very close, like the circle of life Mm -hmm. or the stampede where people remember it from their childhood very vividly. But this film's actually about a half hour longer than the original and there's a lot of scenes that are different. But we really tried to keep the spirit of the original. We tried to keep all the the same characters. We tried to keep the music uh, consistent and the story and the emotional ride of it all. Um, So although we do actually not, actually we depart quite a bit from the old one, we we didn't want to change anything that people remember very closely and, and hit those those moments that you remember. But then also expanding upon it with the new casting, uh, some new music, and, and especially the new technology that creates a, a photoreal look that's much different from the original. Wow.
2: Yeah, speaking about technology, I heard like you guys shot this in VR, I was, and it sounds quite crazy to me that you could shoot something in VR. Maybe you could talk a bit about that process for you.
5: So what we did, it, it, it's, nobody's done it before, but we wanted to make it look live action, even though all the animals are animated and all the sets are completely generated by computer, we still wanted it to feel like a documentary. And so we built everything that you would build for an animated film, but instead of just rendering at that point, since it was it existed in digital space, we loaded it up into a, a, a Unity game engine, HTC Vive a hardware system, and we, and we built a multiplayer filmmaking VR game, and we all would put the headsets on. And we would walk around the Pride Lands oh, wow. like we would if we were on a real location. That's and so, so cool. you know, we'd have like six of us in there looking around, looking for shots, and it felt, as a live-action director, uh, very close to what I'm used to when I'm filming
2: a real movie. So you could go in, like, with your DP, and you could just walk around the same and like, oh, yeah, this is that, a cool angle right here. Oh, wow, that's amazing.
5: And do the- Yeah, my DP, Caleb D'Achanel, he's a, he's a master uh, cinematographer, but he's never done any visual effects movies. <laughs> and so we built this partially so that somebody like him could go in there and treat it like a regular movie and look where the sun is, look at the backgrounds. Of course we had much more flexibility. We could make it whatever time we wanted or move All rocks right. around or trees and, and even the lions. But, but we start, the starting off point was we were there scouting just like you would a regular set.
0: So, okay, like back to the audience. Okay, so a lot of people will probably have watched The Lion King. You know, you have the old audiences who are big fans of The Lion King, and you have the new audiences who are going to be watching it for the first time. But for someone like me, I grew up watching The Lion King. And what were you trying to achieve for the audiences in my shoes? Were you trying to, because when I went in, I was like, everything is so real until we go yeah. on YouTube and we sit that and, and when you mentioned that everything was fake and everything was computer generated right. but there was cool. one scene that you mentioned that was
5: real there's one shot actually one shot there's one shot that, that we actually photographed in Africa oh, on, wow. on our research trip and I'll uh, I want to wait for some more people to see the movie before I talk about, about which one that is oh, but man. but it does show you how realistic the backgrounds are that People are, are having a really tough time guessing which shot was actually photographed and not generated by computer. I,
0: I wanted to, I wanted to take a wild guess. I thought it was the sunrise. Yeah. Is it is that the sunrise? No.
4: He's not gonna. Oh, read he's. Really. Not, <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say
5: anything. But you have a very good eye. I'll oh, say that. That's, okay. a very, okay. that's a very good guess. I'll let people okay. see the movie a little bit. Then I'll I'll post something on Instagram or something like okay.
1: that. Okay. Nice. Okay. So I have so a. No, you guessed right. Okay, so I have a question about the casting. So I really love the music yep. and the songs that uh, is in the new movie, you know, the new uh, songs that came out. I mean, it's it's basically based on the old one, but different artists, sure. right? Yeah, so you had Donald Glover and Beyonce. I was just wondering if you... Did you guys cast them based on their singing, like their voices for the, the songs first? Or is it mainly just based on the, the, the movie that's itself? A,
5: that's a great question. You know, we... Um, we really tried to cast people as though we were doing it for for like a, a Broadway show, mm-hmm. where they have to do everything. Uh, and in the case of all of them, certainly Beyonce and Don, you know uh, Billy Eichner, who plays Timon. I knew he had a great voice. Uh, Seth Rogen, I didn't know <laughs> if, he, if he could do it or not, but I thought that he was he had enough character, and that role doesn't require that uh, uh, great of a singing voice. If, if he hadn't, but. The idea was to get people who could do everything. Mm. And in animated movies, you get away with switching voices if you want to, but I, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to treat it, I wanted to feel more human. Mm. And, and if it was a stage show, you would hire people who could do everything. I feel like a lot of acting comes out in the singing and I did not want to switch people up. And we didn't auto tune or anything. So we, and in the case of Beyonce, I knew that Can You Feel the Love Tonight was going to be a song she would have to sing. Mm-hmm. And so thinking of her interpreting that song felt really special. And remember, we're looking for things to make this, for people like you who grew up with the original, we wanted to put things in that made it exciting and different and interpreting in a different way because we knew we couldn't change the story too much. Yep. If you make a movie called Lion King, you can't put in a whole new set of characters in yeah, yep. and yep. change what happened to it. People, people have a connection to it. Yeah. And so we were very limited as what we could explore and that's why we put so much work into the casting and into the look and into the music and into the technology to give you something new that was exciting without changing things that would have made you feel like you were, um, it was, it was somehow, uh, you know, not staying true to the the movie you grew up with and love. Right. So
0: how much R and D did you have to go through with regards to the animals? Did you have to study every animal in detail to understand, you know, how you could basically, you know, use their emotions and stuff like that to fit the character and stuff like that?
5: Yeah. I mean, that was the big part of it because, you know, we, we decided pretty early on not to have their faces have human expressions on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's other films that do. My feeling is that when you take something that photo real and you give them expression, people have different reactions to it. But if you go with the naturalism of, of real animals, that's something that would be timeless and something that everybody is used to seeing in documentaries. Yeah. And I don't know if you're old enough to remember a movie called Babe about a pig. Yeah. you yeah. remember that one? Oh my God, I <laughs> love
1: that movie.
5: Yeah. <laughs> That one was really good for, for me, it, not just on this movie, but on Jungle Book, because I remember I felt a lot of emotion from that little pig, Yeah, but it was a real pig. It didn't make human faces. It, yep. you know The mouth it moved a little bit, but mouth. it was a pig. And so you have to use different tools. You have to frame things differently. You're not relying on close-ups, but you're relying on the movement of the whole animal. And a lot of research also comes from looking at clips on the internet. Think of how many viral videos you see Mm -hmm. where you see a cat doing something with a dog and you relate to the emotion that they're feeling. And so we would pull stuff from the internet that would inspire us for the film and also look at documentaries like Planet Earth and see how they got so much human emotion from realistic animals. And usually it has to do with editing and music and the way you frame it and the way you light it. And so that was the approach we took. Nice. So it is, yeah, it, is, it is,
1: last is. question. Okay, I'm cool. One more One more question. One
0: more qu- oh, there we so, go. it is safe my, to say that you know you're, you're very well versed with all the animals, so we're gonna play a little game with you right now. We're gonna play you some animal sounds <laughs> and you're gonna basically tell us what animal this is, starting with the first one. Are you ready for this one?
5: I so you know, I'm from New York, so I don't. Know- Wait, that, that was a toilet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, we, we could say. <laughs> Let me hear it again.
5: Okay that's a lion that's easy that's
0: right that's right that's That's a lion okay Okay, here's a second one all right we got we got three this is second one this one is a little bit tricky but if you can get this this will be fun
5: (coughs) um i want to say a peacock (laughs) oh no (laughs) that's actually a meerkat Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm used to Billy Ike's voice. <laughs> does Billy Ike doesn't really sound like that. I've heard him make that noise.
0: <laughs> and, and, and we got one lost animal, and I'm pretty sure you, sh- you, I mean, everybody knows this animal, okay? You ready for it?
4: Yep. <laughs>
5: I don't know that one. What is that? <laughs> no, there's
0: basically a, a song that went viral. It's, it's called what, what Does the Fox Say? Do you yeah. remember that one? Oh,
4: yes, yeah,
0: I do. Yeah. <laughs> John, <laughs> thank you so much. I know you're pressed for time, but t- uh, thank you so much for speaking with us. Congratulations thank on the movie. Um, it's really nostalgic to go into the cinema and watch something that you grew up with and singing that, you know, being it's being so realistic and everybody was basically singing in a cinema. But To me, it's like my favorite song is like, I know I just can't wait to be king. It's so nice to see all these things brought to life again. And, you know, we just Thank wish you. you all the best. I know you have a lot of big things that are coming up your way. Congratulations. And hopefully one day Thank we'll see you. you here in Malaysia.
5: I would love to. Yes. Take care. Pleasure talking out. to you. A lot Wait, of fun. Can
1: I ask one last thing? Yeah. Will there be a Lion King 2?
5: Oh, I don't know. We'll see how. It it's doing pretty well. Let's see what they want to do with it. Disney yeah. always has some something up their sleeve, some Woo. trick. So we'll see what they're up to. I'll find out. I'm in. I'm in Tokyo now. When I go home, I'll find out. Okay. okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thank you very <laughs> Thank much, you so John. Much. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. All right, guys.
0: That was uh, that was amazing.
2: That was John Favreau. <laughs> I can't believe we just talked to John. Yeah, Favre. I know, dude. That's like, <laughs> like that's like. Oh my God.
0: Yeah, it's to be honest. <laughs> I was a little bit nervous because you know why? Uh, you you've seen this guy on Friends. Yeah. After yeah. you, that, yeah. yeah. you, yeah. you, yeah. you, yeah. you see, and then after that, you see him in some other movies. Avengers. Happy Hogan. <laughs> Not only Avengers. He this was the guy yeah, yeah, that yeah. basic uh, basically kicked off the whole Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know. Yes he's Honestly, he he basically uh directed iron man one iron, yes, man, and iron man two yeah yeah, iron man, yeah both. and then he said that you know he never expected iron man
2: to blow up and because of that I, the marvel cinematic universe it is what it is today
1: and it's yes.
5: crazy
2: like he directed iron man without having a full script he's like basically winging it as mm. he yeah went. it's crazy and now you know so he, he's bad. done so, okay basically you know before when
0: he was directing iron man disney hasn't bought ha- haven't bought over marvel oh, now yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Now, right now, he's doing everything Disney, man. So yeah, you know what, uh, Lion King, Disney's Lion King is on cinemas. Go check it out, okay? Uh, we've watched it and it's very nostalgic. Everything's so, so real. real. It yeah, it so feels like real. you're watching a documentary. The
1: animals, the, well, the jungle, I tell you, uh, you would think you're watching National Geographic. No joke. <laughs> eh.
0: Yeah, and just that, you know, these animals only just break out into song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, we just want to give a big <laughs> shout out to Disney for, you know, hooking up this interview. Thank you so much. Make sure you check out Disney's Lion King in cinemas right now. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check it out on Spotify. Check us out on iTunes. And if you want to watch our faces and also uh, check out the interview that we had with John Favreau and look at his beautiful face, check it out on YouTube.com slash GinnyBoyTV. Thank
4: you very much, guys. We will speak to you next time.